So you guys know there is a never-ending debate as to whether or not trans women should be able to compete in biological women's sports. And today, my bat signal went out because a trans cyclist by the name of Veronica Ivy was featured on Trevor Noah's The Daily Show to debate this topic in particular. So we must react. Yeah, you better. Yeah, you better. Guys, before we get into this video, please like and subscribe. We are constantly debunking some of the myths surrounding some of the biggest issues that we are all debating back and forth. And today it's trans women in female sports. Let's watch this video. This issue, people like to say that it's a complicated issue and I don't actually think it is. I think it's very simple. It all boils down to, do you actually think that trans women and intersex women are real women and are really female? Mm -hmm. or not. You guys already know what my answer is to that, but we're not gonna get into that right now. <laughs> what I find really interesting and why I felt the need to pause immediately in watching this video is when you look at Veronica, there are rainbows everywhere. Rainbows on the shirt, rainbows in the glasses, rainbows painted on the hand, and I'm, I'm not sure if you guys noticed that. This is a deep-seated part of this individual's personality and identity, and you can already tell there's a deep attachment. I know how this argument is going to go before we even watch it, and I can tell by just looking at those key signs in a person. You all know that I cringe a little bit when I see people like walking around with political slogans on their t-shirt or their cars all bumper stickered out with how they feel about things. I get it. You know, these issues are near and dear to people's hearts. But when you feel the need to plaster it all over you as some form of identification for the outside world, it's a little concerning. But let's continue. And if you do, it's very simple. Just stop policing who counts as a real woman because this has had history of racism built into it over the years. Oh, goodness. It's not an accident that the intersex athletes who get singled out are women of color from the global south because who gets singled out for scrutiny is based on white women's conceptions of femininity. Whoa, pause, pause, pause. Hold on. Even when I try to like rack my brain for trans athletes that have been called out most recently, I'm thinking like Laurel Hubbard, Fallon Fox, Leah Thomas, all of those individuals are white men. So where is this misconception that the transgender individuals who are getting called out are black? Mm, we need to fact check that. And that's being weaponized against trans people too. So it's a fear of protecting the fragile, weak, cis, white woman from the rest of us. So, so. You know for damn sure that audience has no idea what they were just clapping about. Please, please. That was a bunch of nonsense. I'm not even sure that Trevor Noah understands what he just heard, but I can't wait to hear his response. Let's try break them down. One thing that confuses me personally is it, it, it seems like we have discussions about who should participate in which category and how. You know, on the face of it, it seems simple as you say. You know, if somebody identifies as a woman, if they're transgender, they can compete against women who were born biologically, and, and then if not, then not. But then there are many who would argue who are not transphobes. There are many who, who born biologically women who will say, but you have an unnatural advantage over me and mm -hmm. that makes the sport unfair. How do, you, how do you respond to that? Yeah, there's lots of ways you can respond to that. So the first is the, the very language of you were born and I'm not biological somehow, like I don't think I'm a cyborg, 
So, like, this idea oh. that, like, oh, you're not a biological woman. Well, I am a woman. You are biological in the way that you are a living, breathing human being, but that does not make you biologically female, right? All of us humans are biological in nature, I guess, if that's where we're gonna go with this argument. But I was born female, and Veronica Ivy here was born male. It's as simple as that. And if we check our chromosomes, you're gonna find male chromosomes with Veronica Ivy and female ones with me. I am female, so all my identity records, my racing license, my medical records all say female, mm -hmm. right? And I'm pretty sure I made a biological stop, so I'm Oh, goodness gracious. I'm gonna have to pause this video a million times. I can already feel it. Your records say female because somebody had to go into a system, clickety-clack, and change them to female because you were registered as male because that's the sex that you were born with. You are not female because your biology dictated that. You are marked as female because you dictated that you should be. Please, the games they're playing these days. I'm a biological female mm -hmm. as well. So this question of do trans women have an advantage over cis women? We don't know. Um, in fact, there's basically no published research on this question. However, uh, there's good reason to think that there isn't, but I think it's irrelevant because we allow all kinds of competitive advantages within women's sport. So one example I'd love to talk about is the 2016 Rio Olympic women's high jump final. First place was over six foot three, tenth place was five foot five. So a ten and a half inch height difference between first and tenth at the Olympics okay. in high jump. Right. And we call that fair. Okay. So the range of body types within the female category is way, way bigger than anything that could be attributed to trans women. Uh -huh. So if there's an advantage, and I'm not saying that there is, for trans women in women's sport. It's not an unfair advantage. Oh, goodness. Let's have to go through this. It's amazing the amount of mental gymnastics that they force you to do in order to debunk their argument. While there may be a range of advantages and disadvantages among biological females who are competing in the same sport and in the same division, you know what there's not a range of? Chromosomes. You know what there's also not a range of? The fact that they all collectively went through female puberty and not male puberty. You know what there's not a range of? There's not male bone density in the mix. There's not male lung capacity in the mix. There's not male hands and feet in the mix. All of these different things as a biological man, you bring to the table if you have undergone puberty. And Veronica Ivy here very ignorantly states that there has not been research or studies done to figure this out. There has, and these studies have found that even men who have been on hormone replacement therapy are retaining strength that they have as biological males. And this strength is an advantage over women. There is a reason that we separate male and female sports in almost any sport that you can name. And it's because there are biological advantages that males have, making it unfair for women to compete against them in the first place. And this is without even factoring in trans athletes. If we can acknowledge that, we can also acknowledge that trans women should not be able to compete in women's sports, plain and simple. But also we've been competing, at, trying to compete at the highest level for decades. Hmm. We've been allowed to compete for decades and no one has won an elite world championship. No one has won an Olympic gold medal. This Tokyo Olympics was the first time trans women wow. even qualified for the Olympics. Mm -hmm. So this idea that trans women are suddenly gonna take over women's sport is an irrational fear of trans women which is the dictionary definition of transphobia. Veronica is using very specific language there. Let's do a quick little showing of all the accolades that trans women have won against females.
Forging ahead there in lane five, Leah Thomas to the wall first. And Leah Thomas will capture the win in the 200-yard freestyle. Two with Baroker making the turn currently in second place. Leah Thomas, Ivy League champion. In fact, if you just do a very quick search of the name Veronica Ivy, the very person who is making this argument, here's what you'll find. Veronica Ivy is a Canadian competitive cyclist and transgender rights activist. In 2018, she became the first transgender world track cycling champion by placing first at the UCI Women's Masters Track World Championship for women aged 35 to 44. But according to Veronica, there's no problem here. Trans women are not beating out biological women. There's nothing to worry about. It's funny how the narratives in our brain shift as soon as they start to benefit us. Of course, Veronica Ivy doesn't want to be called out for having a biological advantage against women because that biological advantage is servicing her slash him. So, uh, it's interesting that you say that. You know, because... Look at that smile for the claps that she's getting for making a completely ridiculous argument. It's interesting that you say that because... I think if, if I were to push back or, you know, even not even playing devil's advocates, uh, there, were, there are a few things that could be argued. Number one, mm. you could argue that although the trans woman who competed in the Olympics didn't dominate, she did beat a field of women who might have qualified for that position. Good job, right? Trevor. Um, secondly, when you talk about the height differences, I, I agree with this completely, but there, there are many who would argue that we exist in a state where a lot of the surgeries are new, a lot of the technology, just the technology is new. Transgenderism is not new. We know it throughout time, we've seen it throughout history. But there are many who would say, how do we ensure that we are creating some sort of standard? And the reason, the reason we talk to this, is, you know, we talk about this is, it's the reason they have to regulate, uh, regulate uh, performance enhancing drugs, for instance. What is fair? What can you drink? What can you not drink? What can you consume? What can you not consume? Um, some would say, if you are born that way, that's how sport has determined who goes where. And then some would say, no, who, regardless of who you are, you should be able to compete. My question then comes in from a really, honestly, a different place. I look at somebody like Oscar Pistorius from South Africa, right? He was the double amputee. Yep. And Oscar Pistorius actually went, well, I want to compete in the able-bodied race, mm -hmm. right? And people were like, well, do you have an advantage? Do you not, et cetera, et cetera, because of the prosthetics. But then could there not be an argument if there is no advantage in that, that then trans women should be able to compete, but in the men's races then, because they'd still be able to compete in the sport. Mm. But they're women and they're female. So like I said, this boils down to, are trans women really women? Are they really female? Because if you think yes, then we belong competing with other women. And that's where the argument is going to close out every time, I'm afraid, guys. And this is why there is a slippery slope here. If you start to agree with people who are pushing this ideology and you grant them the ground of saying, yes, you are a female, yes, you are a woman and biologically so, then why not allow them to compete in women's sports? Why not allow them to strip accolades from women? Why not allow them in women's bathrooms, locker rooms, and just all female spaces in general? You've already seeded the ground of their self-identification, so it is going to move as far as it 
it possibly can. They will do everything that biological women are allowed to do in society and in fact blur the lines of all of the protections that have been created for us women in society. That is exactly why you cannot let them have that initial ground in the first place because once you've given them that, it validates every single argument that is going to happen down the line. And yes, right now the main argument is happening in sports, which a lot of people view to be trivial, but it is bathrooms, it is private spaces, it is locker rooms, it is things like pregnancy and breastfeeding, it is words like woman, girl, mother, it is Title IX in rights that have been written exclusively for women. All of that hangs in the balance here. And it is just so hilarious to me to listen to Veronica Ivy, a biological man who entered a woman's space and beat them out, taking first place, argue that there is no competitive advantage when it comes to biological men competing in women's sports. But again, Veronica's belief is validated by those that say that biological men can identify as females in the first place. So maybe don't. But those are just my thoughts. Guys, let me know what you thought about this video in the comment section down below. As always, if you disagree, I encourage healthy debate in the comments, so duke it out, but do so respectfully. And if you like this video, please like, subscribe, click the notification bell to be notified every single time I post a video, which is every day. So if you want to support this message being spread throughout the world and hopefully a change in this debate about trans women being able to compete in women's sports, consider becoming a patron. With that being said, I will see you guys tomorrow. Yeah, you better. Yeah, you better.